everyone. It's Lauren from the Fashion Grunge podcast. Uh, Now I said I would do a solo episode, which may or may not happen. I don't know. I have stage fright or mic fright or whatever you call it for solo, but I'm here finally promising you another interview. I know I said I would do more. I actually have some more on the book, so they will become a little bit more regular. So I'm sorry the last one was so long ago. So this time I had the opportunity to talk to Steven and Jamie from Creek Talk Podcast. It was so much fun talking to another show and more fans of one of my favorite shows, Dawson's Creek, that I grew up with. This is about a, I don't know, I want to say almost two hour chat. So like usual, the about the first half or a little less than half will be up on the public feed. If you want to hear the rest of it, go join the $3 tier on Patreon. We have a $3 and a $5 tier. So go check that out. And here is the chat. Hey, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of the Fashion Grunge Pod. I am Lauren. And today I have special guests from Creek Talk podcast, Stephen and Jamie. Hi. 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 <laughs> this is so awkward. I don't know how to do intros. I'm just kind of riffing off the you top. You should hear me do an intro. <laughs> Yours are good. You have the catchy theme. It's oh, you have the really... because I do it, Lauren. Oh, it's cool. <laughs> you, you, have the, you have the cool, the cool catchy theme. I'm really stoked to talk to another TV podcast that's basically focusing on one of the shows that I grew up on, Dawson's Creek, that I still watch kind of in the background all the time. So I have a billion questions to ask you, but I kind of want to move into Dawson's on the back half because we're going to be talking about it a lot. But besides Dawson's Creek, what other shows did you kind of grow up watching? Like, did you have any other like kind of mainstay shows at the time? Or are you a late discovery? Like, what's the what's the, the history with television? <laughs> I know I'm what like, Jamie's gonna say. <laughs> thank you. I mean, okay, so when everybody was watching Dawson's, I was watching Buffy. So okay. that was pretty much all I was doing. <laughs> so <laughs> that show, that type of show. On repeat. Always. That was I that love was my <laughs> Love Buffy. Buffy is like, yeah. Buffy was on the same the same day for a while mm-hmm. as Dawson's Creek. So yeah, I yeah. was definitely a Buffy fan. Like totally. It was like Oops. my show. Did you watch Angel? Uh, I did, but I watched Angel after the fact. I wasn't oh. really, I didn't really care too much about Angel. I was really very much into the Buffyverse. And then, you you know, they switch over to Angel. And I mean, that's cool, but I don't know what they were doing with that show. <laughs> it got, the first season I thought was good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The end though, I, I got to the end and I just was like, why? <laughs> yeah. It was a, it was a little far fetched, I think. Yeah, it just got crazier I'm and crazier. Like, I'm the total opposite though with Angel. I really thought the first two seasons were so boring, and then really when yeah, then like the third and into the final seasons, I really liked it. Um, I liked when they brought in the um the the goddess Gina Rodriguez. Is that her name? She played her, mm-hmm. and she was like. The, they everything went dark and everything. I love that season. And then the yeah, finale it got real dark and, and real weird. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I I wasn't like a big fan of Angel seasons, like the early seasons. But I I enjoyed it later. But um, but for me, I watched the WB like like everything on that network when I was a kid. Like Buffy yeah. Dawson's. I watched Felicity, Charmed. I watched. 
um a little bit of seventh heaven like we were just talking about seventh heaven recently. we were we were it's a um, wild wild show to watch back now yeah um there's someone on tiktok that i follow that does recaps of like how ridiculous the show is and it's yeah. insane that we even watched that and thought any of it was normal like it's crazy when you think about all the weird plot lines they would have uh, just revolving around this minister and his family and then the guy in real life ends up being like the worst type of person yeah like a total creep <laughs> yeah it's just like what what happened here the wb definitely knew what they were doing i feel mm. like i didn't have cable i didn't grow up with it cable so it was like the only channel that was like at the time like t- catered to my age so i was like this is perfect all these shows are you know this is me i i love this show so i mean yeah. Dawson's Creek was just, I think teen shows really came into their own in the 90s, which is probably oh, yeah. why. Like, did you guys watch any other teenage revolving shows, like I mean, revolving around was, high school? I was into 90210. I watched Melrose plays. I watched some Party of Five here and there. But um, those, like, whenever, like, a new Aaron Spelling show premiered, I was always watching that. Like, there was a show called Malibu Shores with Carrie Russell that uh-huh. came on. And I remember like recording that. I taped everything, and it's a shame that I still don't have all of that shit with me because I, I would get like unaired pilots from like tape trading boards and like what? Had, oh wow! Yeah, yeah, I had to get like everything in advance, and um, yeah, there there was just a lot of tape trading. Go, I had like a business going. In, like, yeah, that's cool. I've never heard of that. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> Um, I don't even, I'm thinking like super hard trying to remember shows that I watched way back then. And I mean, I was younger in the 90s, like I was born in 90. So, you know, we're talking about like a 10-ish time year. I mean, when when did Sabrina come out? Because I was watching 96, 97? I watched Sabrina. That counts, yeah, Sabrina. But I mean... I probably watched more reruns or the end of it because 96, I was six. So I was probably watching Barney. Like, I don't know. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I, I mean, I know like OG Barney. I definitely, I was born in 83. Yeah. So I, yeah. I know like OG Barney. I remember like the early when it was on and I was like, oh, what is this? This is weird. Yeah. Yeah. yeah all of that. But I, like the later 90s, it was all paranormal weird stuff. I like weird things, like the darker things and the magical things and not so much the 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 teen dramas like dawson's or one tree hill or any of those i didn't start getting into those until like my late 20s oh okay behind so dawson's creek um i had literally only watched it for the first time all the way through the beginning of the pandemic and that's when we started doing the podcast because i just finished um so now we're watching it again and this is literally my second time watching dawson's creek oh um, wow yeah so i'm i'm like a late bloomer with these types of shows, so. <laughs> i i find it really interesting too that because i was listening to like sporadic episodes because i'm always kind of re-watching it for me i'm a high school devout like when they went to college it just i watched it when it was on and i bought the dvds when it came out but it just was i just i didn't connect to it because it's it's really hard for tv shows to transition from high school to college it just yeah. is i mean buffy was the same way Mm-hmm. Um, that f- I'm doing the fourth season of Buffy, and I'm just like, I mean, college oh. was a mess. Riley, like, okay, we we just, but they had to do something. I mean, they have to change 
the show up, but I just love Cape Side. And I think when you lose Cape Side, you just lose so much of, you know, the small town, the awesome yeah. B-roll that you get of like the scenes and the yeah. seasons and everything. And you're like Boston, but it's, it's Wilmington. the world, you know, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's the world of this show and they're trying to change it up and add new parts. And it's hard. It is a hard transition yeah. I think, for any show to try to do. Yeah. That's so interesting that you said that, though, because um, we just had Gina Fattori on who wrote for the show. Yeah. And mm-hmm. she basically said the same thing. Like, they didn't know what they were going to do for the college years because of the setting and being in Wilmington and, you know, their whole Cape Side, like, town. They didn't know what they were going to do because um, everything was so, like, what's that word? Ide- idyllic? Is that the word? Yeah, yeah, idyllic, like the town, yeah. Yeah, and they were like, we didn't know if we were going to move to another um, to Vancouver or whatever to give them like a change of scenery because they knew that they were going to Boston but obviously they didn't because if you watch the later the college seasons they just set dress everything you like you yeah. everything which is yeah. fine I think it's fine but um uh I I um have to agree with you though like I wasn't I felt like I connected with the later seasons back then but now we're on season five um like in the early episodes right now recording those and i'm like i don't get it <laughs> like i don't get it <laughs> yeah get i think that the thing that made season five work i guess and not like it sounds bad to say this but the only reason that i really like the beginning of five is that you get the time where i don't when you get Dawson's real arc where you start to not dislike him as much because once his father passes away, like he definitely becomes a different person and for good reason, because everything was always about him in high school. And now you see him dealing with his family. His mom is alone. He's got a, a really young sister and he's like now the man of the house. And it kind of completely upends his whole, you know, what he kind of thought his life was going to be. And, and he's the one who ha- had everything sewed together and figured out. And then he's the one in college that's flailing, that's dropping out, that doesn't know if he wants to do this now. When you think, oh, no, he's he already knows what he's going to do. He's got his life planned out. So that. I do like about season five that we are finally able to like, you know, he does grow up. I mean, under horrible circumstances, but, but he does. And then he becomes a dick in season five or six. Like, we like him. We don't like him. We like him. We don't like him. Mm-hmm. He finally grows as a character. And then he takes two steps back. <laughs> and then he ends yeah. up in the very beginning at the end. He just yeah. ends up exactly right where he started. Like, you know, talking about Joey, like again, <laughs> it's like, Oh always. God. Yeah. Always. I was going to say, did you ever watch freaks and geeks? Yes. That's like one of my shows. <laughs> I watched it. Cause it was on, was it Netflix or Hulu or one of those? Yeah, I think it's been on both. Yeah, I, I I I didn't watch it while it was coming out, but I recognized one of the the actresses. I can't remember her name, but I think she played Velma in one of the Scooby Doo's. Oh, Linda Carlini. Oh, Linda Carlini. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, oh hey, her. And so I you know watched it and recognized a bunch of people in it, and I loved it. But I I mean I literally discovered that maybe like five years ago. <laughs> Oh, wow. Oh. I'm glad you liked it, though. Did you watch it, Steven? No, I remember watching, like, the first two episodes, but I, I didn't, like, get into it back when it aired. I probably would like it now if I watched it now. It's, it's good. good. 
Yeah, it's good. It holds up. It definitely holds up. Yeah, it's really. It's I mean, everyone's so famous. Like everyone from that show, just became yeah. like crazy famous, which is nuts. That they. That was another show. Like my so-called life and Freaks and Geeks are like the two shows that I love so much that have one season. That it, I mean, Freaks and Geeks was a little bit better. They did kind of know they were gonna get canceled, so they tried to kind of book in the show. But my so-called life. I mean, we could just go into forever, but that's what's like a huge cliffhanger that to this day we don't know exactly what would have happened in the end of that show. Um, but yeah, Freaks and Geeks was another one that I really loved. And and like you, Jamie, I love... I mean, I'm a Buffy stan forever. Like those... Oh, forever. Yeah. I Buffy love... Will, I will never get sick of Buffy ever. <laughs> yeah, me either. I mean, even watching season four, I was like, maybe this is different now. Maybe I'm not going to hate it as much. <laughs> oh, I no. kind of give them grace because I'm older and I'm like, they have writers, they have jobs to do. They have to flesh out 23 episodes a season. Like, good Lord. Yeah. Even Dawson's Creek, like, they've got to have filler in there. We can't yeah. have stuff happening, like, all the time. But, like, what movies did you guys watch growing up? Any good 90s movies that you were into? What or even now? What did we watch? Oh, I watched I everything. Remember. Like, when yeah. everything was coming out, I was watching it. Like, especially, like, when Scream took off. Oh, and yeah. that whole, like, era of horror movies came out. I was into all of those movies. Like, I watched The Screams. I Like, I, Scream is my favorite movie ever. Like, I'm obsessed oh, with really? Kevin Williamson. Yeah. I know. People oh, were like... People are always like... I think it's funny that, like, you... Because I used to like get be into acting and everything, and they're like, "You're you like want to act and stuff." And Scream's your favorite movie. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, yeah. I love it." Um, and I I looked I... up to Kevin Williamson for like a long time, but I still do. But all of those movies that came out around that time were like, I loved it. My friend yesterday was just ta- saying, "I have a I have a choice to make. Don't tell mom the babysitter's dead, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, or can't hardly wait." And I was like, "That's a really all you choose movie. all of them." <laughs> Like no, yeah, you can't all, they're all Sorry. different. Kind of, yeah, they're all that. so different. Rude. She chose Can't Hardly like, Wait, which is another have... great movie. I love Can't Hardly Wait. Uh, yeah, like back then, we watch all the action movies in my family. So oh, like, nice. like Con Air, and you know all the, like Die Hard, and so and, like Demolition Man. Yeah. Yes, I love all of them. I love all the 90s action movies. I'll, I love 90s action like, movies. Yeah, she'll bring up like 90s action movies while we're doing the podcast. And I'm always like, what? You we watch? love them. And we love them. I don't know. I, I can't get enough of Twister. I can't tell you. So I was oh, yeah. going through oh. my boxes of movies and stuff. And I found a DVD version, a Blu-ray version, and like another <laughs> DVD version of Twister. I don't know how I keep accumulating wow. them, but I mean, I love Wait. the movie, but I keep. And I, I just gave you. Her. And I just gave you the script. Remember when you were yeah, here? Yeah, you just gave me. Yeah, you gave me the script for Twister. I. You think God's movie so much. <laughs> That's all of so them. funny. Yeah. There were so many like, of those. Like the 99 cents store, do you want it? She's like, sure. <laughs> can, I, can I tell you how excited I was to find Dante's Peak, like that I could stream oh, yeah. it? 
Like, oh yeah i was so i was like we're watching this i don't care who's <laughs> sitting with me and watching it right now let's go volcano ex- explosion like fire let's do this like <laughs> i love a good disaster like disaster porn movie that they had in like the 90s like twister yeah and the armageddon and like oh, yeah. independence day it was probably like I one of my favorites All i should have done that for july everything. 4th yeah i'll have to do <laughs> yeah. it next year <laughs> i should have do it next yeah, year yeah, because yeah, I was movie, like, oh, oh, that movie. That movie when it came out, I remember being that scene where where they're in the um parking, they're all parked and the fire like it explodes and she jumps in that like st- that storage area or whatever. Uh-huh. I remember being like, she's gonna die. She's gonna, <laughs> I know like, that that made me like on that put me on the edge of my seat. I remember watching that as a kid and being like, this movie's amazing. Yeah, I, I love mean, the you had like the shining when they're in the drive-in, you know, playing, and you're and then the screen just gets sucked out. I'm like, yo, you got the shining and <sighs> And you got a twister, and you got people freaking out. Oh, God, it was great. <laughs> there's, there's so many amazing movies in the 90s. I know a lot of people are probably like, God, the 90s. Everyone talks about the 90s. Like, yeah, well, because the movies were that good, and everyone saw them. It wasn't so niche like now, where yeah. you can oh, tell yeah. me a movie, and I'm probably like, what? Oh, it's only on Hulu? I don't even Hulu? know what's playing in theaters yeah, right now. Like, I what? Have no clue. No clue. It's just no yeah, idea. It's just kind of crazy. I mean, I'm I'm still kind of a movie head. Like, I will go to. I'm going to see the new Mission Impossible because I'm like, I want to see Tom Cruise jump off a fucking cliff. Like, <laughs> he's risking his life. I'm gonna go watch it on a big screen. Like, I want to see this, but not because the story's great. It's because I just want to see what crazy shit he's gonna do. And then obviously <laughs> Christopher Nolan, like Oppenheimer, and then Barbie, of course. Like, so that's kind of it until like. Yeah. I don't know next year. I don't know what else I would see, but they're like it's summertime, so summer always has yeah. like the the really good movies and stuff. But what do you guys watch now? What what kind of shows are you into now? Are you into any cool shows now? You have to be. There's a billion things out. I've been binging Friends. Oh, <laughs> oh no <yeah>. way! <laughs> That's what I'm doing. I literally have Friends on my TV screen waiting for when we are finished. <laughs> have you ever seen it before, or are you just like a rewatch? Oh, yeah, it's on TV all the time. But the fact that like I can watch them from season one all the way through on on Max is like gold. Because every time you watch it on TV, it's like random. I don't know what I'm gonna get. You know what I mean? Yeah, so it's yeah. That's always true. in the middle somewhere, and then maybe they're consecutive. But like, it's never. I don't know. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do this on my time, not the cable's time. And I'm just going to watch it when I'm ready. <laughs> That's I nice. I was so proud yeah. she told me. She, told, she texted me last night. She was like, I'm watching Friends. And I was like, oh my God, now we can like talk about the episodes. Because, like, no, they're I not watch- so sporadic. Yeah, because it's always yeah. so sporadic when you catch them on TV. Because I never watched it when it was airing. So like... <laughs> It's another one of those shows that I just kind of it was. I feel like when they were coming out, it was it was it was above me. You know what I mean? Like it was outside yeah, of my like, age range. Yeah. So like I never I never really cared. Buffy was easy to watch. I mean, stab and poof. You know. So. Um, <laughs> and Buffy is <laughs> like an action movie. Like Buffy yeah, is every it, episode is like, how is this a TV show? This is a movie. It's it's awesome, and you know what I mean. I grew up on action films, so like like these dramas that they were hard. They were harder for me when I was younger because it didn't hold my attention. Now I'm like, huh, I can relate to it. So it's different. <laughs> oh wow! So no new shows though. You're not watching anything current, like anything that's currently on. 
I'm probably just such a TV junkie. I watch Yellow Jackets, which is really good. I started watching that, and then I, I'm still in the middle of season one. I have to think of what I watched lately. I watched, um, I mean, I watch Stranger Things, obviously. Like, I'm into that. I'm yeah. a big Bravo person. Like, I oh, watch. Oh, God, don't all... get me started. I watch I reality watch TV. You yeah, don't I do. Too. I okay. do. Hell yeah, I do. Yeah. Okay, I still so need to watch Crappy you... Lake, but it's on my TBR. I didn't watch it yet. I have to still watch it. But um, yeah, same. I'm excited for like the new Roni. Um, I'm going to give it a chance. For... I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to give it a chance because I do miss the, the OGs. But yeah. um, I'm excited for Beverly Hills because of the whole Kyle Maurizio <laughs> stuff happening. That made I me mean... sad. I, I don't know if I believe it yet. I feel like it's all very convenient for, like, we're trying to re- replicate Scandal at this point. I feel like they've yeah. got kind of a formula going, like, we need a big scandal so everyone tunes in. So I hope that it's not true, because it would be really sad, you know, like, if that actually is the case. But I just don't, look, I just don't see Kyle as a late-in-life lesbian. I just don't see it at all. No, and, I don't think like, that's true. If, if she is, good for her, but, like... Speaking as, like, a gay man, I just don't see her being a lesbian. I don't know what it is. I, she just does not come off as a lesbian to me. Um, maybe she does have, like, a certain relationship with Morgan Wade, but I don't see her leaving Maurizio. I just don't see it, but... No, um, I don't see it. I feel like there's something else to that relationship. Like, a lot of people have said that, like, maybe she's, like, some kind of like support person or like almost like a sponsor figure or maybe a fitness coach or something that we just don't know because I think every one of the cast members is following her and I was like okay well if this was like a secret relationship then that means they've interacted with her so like why would they all be following her like if it's a secret and they're out in public like they call paparazzi we all know that that's how they get those photos so I mean if they didn't want to be seen they wouldn't be seen (laughs) So I know, and they're like, like, you know, yeah, they're out in public constantly together. But we'll see what happens. I, but yeah, I watch all Bravo. I watch. I'm into like, oh, I watched all like the, um, what is it called? The Mike Flanagan shows that are on Netflix. I'm into all that stuff. Like the Midnight Club, I watched because it was based on Christopher Pike books. Oh, um, cool. And they, I heard that they weren't coming back with the second season, which kind of sucks. But. Um, I have to think. I'm like trying to think of what I watched recently. I was kind of getting into Wolfpack for a minute. Oh yeah. Oh, how was that? That's with Sarah it, Michelle Gellar, right? It is. Yeah. It was. It's pretty good. It is pretty good. But I got distracted with something else, and I haven't <clears> gone back. Like I have a. I have like. I don't know. ADD with with stuff. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't do watch stuff for a long time, and I was I'm literally looking through my my streaming apps to see what it is that I've been watching that's more recent and not just like old stuff. And I'm I struggling mean, here. Like it's, it's fine <laughs> to watch old stuff. I mean, I watch old stuff all the time. I yeah. watch Popular, which I don't know if either one of you watched oh, Popular or heard yeah. of it. Oh, oh my god, yeah. that was my show. Miles <laughs> ahead of its time. Ryan yeah. Murphy's like entry into tv but yep. i'm a big like ryan murphy whore for any ryan murphy show nip tuck like if you want to watch a wild show nip tuck is 
off the rails. And then obviously American Horror Story, not later, it's not what it used to be, but that's yeah. another still a great thing. I couldn't but get past like good. season four or five of American Horror Story. I'm like, Those as soon the... as we got to the carnival or the, the what? Yeah, the, that's I'm not my done. favorite. I'm like, I'm, I'm over this. I can't. <laughs> I enjoyed that. the, I enjoyed the one, the camp season that they just did. And then the, oh yeah. Like the very last one where it was based on like gay, gay guys in New York. And it was basically like, like an under the whole story was just about AIDS and like the AIDS epidemic. I was like, "What is happening?" <laughs> like, I was yeah, watching. it's getting really dark in like a realistic horror way, not yeah. like supernatural yeah. horror way. Yeah, which it used to be, but it's, Wait, it's good you, while it lasted. Do you have popular? Like, do you own popular? Yeah, I own the first season. I had the second season on DVD, but for some <laughs> reason, I sold it. But I have it on oh my, my God, hard drive. Lauren. But yeah, I have it. So I found the first season at a Goodwill when we were like away somewhere. Like we were in like Baltimore or something, right? And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to buy this. It was so cheap. So we have a store. I'm sure you've heard of it. It's called Second and Charles. It's like a big bookstore. Oh, okay. Um, This sounds familiar. Yeah, we went to the one in Delaware. And I was, my whole goal going there was to see if they had the second season. They had the, they had it. One (gasps) copy of it. And it was only like $10 and I bought it. And I was like, are you kidding me? Oh, I was like, nice. like the whole reason why I came here. Because they have so much stuff there. Um, yeah. It's like used and new and all that stuff. And I was like, I told my partner, I was like, can you believe I found this? <laughs> I was like, it's so expensive on eBay. It's like a hundred bucks for some reason. It's insane. I have yeah. no idea why. I'm like, why? Uh, I yeah, I do. I, I own the first season on DVD. I do need to get the second on DVD, but it's on my computer, so I can watch it. But that was just such a campy, mm-hmm. crazy show with amazing characters that I'm just like, God, it just didn't work at the time. But I feel like yeah. it was way ahead of its time. It was like so oh my ahead God, of its Mary time. Mary Cherry was hilarious. I mean, an icon. I'm glad <laughs> that Leslie Grossman came back in american horror story and she kind of yeah. sort of played like a little mary cherry-esque which was really cool but yeah they just I we weren't ready her. for it <laughs> we weren't yeah. ready for it in like 99 i guess i was always so upset how they ended it too because it was on, on a cliffhanger but i, mm-hmm. I remember writing a letter to like the wb and <laughs> i was like um this is what you need to do with your like weekly night lineup of tv shows and i was like bring back popular you can't end it on a cliffhanger like that. i know yeah they should have i don't know why they didn't like that would have been so cool god yeah know. good old wb well let's let's go into dawson's because i know that's why we're here so i know your history with the show that steven you watched it did you watch it like weekly when it was on mm, yeah like from day one every, yep every week okay yep. cool so what are let's let's start with season one so what were your like overall thoughts on season one do you have like a favorite episode from season one or like what did you think about it because it's a really different show than it than it became oh okay the the teacher the teacher and can we can we just say it's a lot of wicker like i mean wicker Uh, everywhere all the 90s wicker okay but wicker everywhere <laughs> it's no well, so Jamie, true your your favorite episode is the double date episode you always talk about that i know oh, <laughs> yeah the beginning of like the sprouting of the seed but we didn't know it. i listened to yours you guys were you were talking about it and 
I, I feel the same way that you do, Stephen. Like, back in the day, we didn't know. Like, that wasn't, mm-hmm. like, a, a little, like, breadcrumb. We were just like, oh, whatever. He likes her because they're spending time together. This isn't going to be a thing. I mean, later no. on. But I it's probably because you knew, believe- though. No, I still don't believe that they used that as a breadcrumb to be like, they're going to be together in future episodes. They may not have, but you, I mean, for me at least, as I was watching it the first time and not really knowing all the ins and outs of Dawson's because I never really got into it. To me, when I saw that episode, I was like, I feel the chemistry. (laughs) It's going to (laughs) happen. I mean, they work so well together, I think, just Joshua Jackson and Katie Holmes. And Joshua Jackson has, like, the charm of... He can be, like, have chemistry with anyone. Like, that's the thing, is that he's he's just so personable. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, he even has it with Jen for, like, a hot second in season three. I mean, like, he can kind of go wherever he wants if he... I feel like it's just Joshua Jackson in general, because seeing him in other stuff, too, I feel like he's, 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 I don't know, he's just got this way about him. I feel like he's definitely a ladies' man. I, yeah, I, I think so. <laughs> I definitely think so. Even in, did you ever hear of the affair? The show he was in. Oh, I have. I haven't of, seen it. It's on my five list. Five years ago. It's it's really good. Like Is it? Yeah, yeah. It's really good. It's not. It's very dramatic, and he's he's such a great actor. I mean, he's got such good range in that that show. I never kind of thought he could go there, but it is really good. But okay, so double date is yours. What is yours, Stephen? Like your favorite. My favorite, okay, so my favorite, like, all-time episode of the show is the pilot. Like, it sounds so stupid, but I love that episode so much, and I will even recite it sometimes when we're recording. Oh, he does. (laughs) And um, I don't know what it is. It just affected me uh, to the point where all these years later, I was like, I want to make a podcast. Yeah. (laughs) And um, it reminds me of a certain time of my life, and... Um, it sounds so dumb, but like even just hearing that intro music that plays mm, um, the piano, <laughs> yeah, like and the the orca the orchestra the or um, yeah the I can't think the orchestra or the orchestra, yeah, like what do you, yeah the yeah. orchestra music whatever, and um, Paula Cole's like amazing theme song just like barreling in, yeah, I'm like this I, is so cool. I can picture, like, where I was, like, in my bedroom in my parents' house, and it's, like, spring out, and I've got, like, a J. Crew mag- um catalog, like, next to my bed, and I'm, like, just sitting there just watching it, and I just always remember that feeling, and I loved it so much. Um, but, yeah, that pilot episode really just, like, changed everything, because I just loved the show from then on. Um but I and but I also love the detention episode. <laughs> oh yeah, it's hard to that, choose sometimes. That's also <laughs> one of my other favorites from from season one. But as a whole, the whole first season is my my favorite season of the entire series. Yeah, same. I I think it's another reason why I love it is because it's half a season. Because it was yeah. a mid-season replacement. So there isn't... When you get to the later seasons, it's obviously stretched into like 26 or 23 episodes. So there's a lot that's filler that doesn't move the story anywhere. But in the first one, you're like, okay, we're kind of... Every episode has an intent. 
and you're kind of moving through everything pretty fast. You're not really like yeah. just skipping anything, which is which is really good. And you kind of see I'm just really surprised how normal I thought Dawson was when I was 15. Like I didn't, you know, <laughs> I didn't really think I wasn't watching it with like an adult lens. And right. now I'm just like, wow, this man is psychotic. Everyone yeah. do not even think about being with this man. He's out of his mind. He does not think about anyone else. He that breakup scene with Jen on that pier. I mean, like, yeah. man, like, let's roll it back. You were like begging her, and she's like, No, Dawson, I need to like step away from you right now. And he's like, You can't just blow into town and then you know, like, play mind games with me. I was like, All right, all right, <laughs> like, this yeah, is a lot. <laughs> yeah, so many flags. Such... <laughs> yeah, he's such an asshole that, like a lot in that season i love that episode though when he comes to when he finds her on the um on the dock and she basically like said i i choose neither of you because it was with mm-hmm. billy the episode with billy right yeah and he goes up and he's like can we just like forget about it and she's like basically telling him no i told you like he acts like everything's normal like that's not normal <laughs> you don't just no. say nasty things to your significant other and then just be like all right, let's just go back to normal. I mean, he's 15. I was just grandstanding over there while the other guy was there, who was definitely like 30. I was like, okay, when were you sleeping with her? Because, like, you're a man. Like, this is also very odd. They do it different in New York. Yeah, I guess so, right? The timeline of it all with her age and everything. When we did season four, when we were like, I was like, wait a minute. She was 15. No. So she was younger than that because her whole storyline goes even like earlier. And she's like, I slept with a a body or a a security guard to get into the club. And I was like, you were a child. Yeah. She said she lost her virginity. I think that was kind of her. Yeah, that was that was her whole that was her whole thing. She was the the child that was exposed too young in New York City. I mean, she, I think she mentioned in that episode. I think it's Discovery when Dawson finds out about her, and I think she said like, "Here's my whole history. Like, I lost my virginity when I was twelve yeah. to like some older guy." And then she was. I think she said she was drunk, and then she talks about like numerous pregnancy scares and how she went on the pill. And I was like, "This was groundbreaking for 1998." for someone that was 15 to be yeah. actually saying that on TV. This show and... tackles a lot of that stuff. You when you know like when you're really paying attention you're like I mean for its time when it was mm-hmm. coming out it tackles a lot of things that I feel like a lot of shows then they really weren't especially teenage shows they weren't really you know discussing which you can appreciate now just well, Yeah. Well, yeah, and now watching it cuz like the whole thing is like I'm older now. I I like I have a whole different perspective of the show. And hearing somebody, like a, a child, like they're all ch- supposed to be children, right? Like mm-hmm. hearing her say that, you're like, this is not good. Like, that's so bad. <laughs> and yeah. the fact that like Pacey is 15 sleeping with an older woman who's a teacher, that's disgusting. I mean... And you don't realize any of that when you're watching it back then. And, no. you know... Even the stuff with the parents, like, I could have cared less back then. Now I watch it, and I'm, like, so invested in their relationship and, like, what they're doing. Oh, and, Mitch and Gail? Yeah, like, I'm so mm-hmm. into, like, their relationship storyline. Back and... to you, Bob. I know. Back <laughs> to you, Bob. Um, but no, like, with 
when you're older and you start seeing like how different it is now as it was back then you're like oh my god this was like on tv it's so crazy yeah i mean the teacher storyline i think that was even controversial when it was out like that was like oh my god i can't believe they're doing this on tv and of course the genders have to be switched because if you had a male teacher with a 15 year old girl i don't think they'd be able to have that on the censors although in the show pretty little liars which came out in like 20 what is that 10 2010-ish? Yeah, I think She so. was, like, I with guess. the English teacher. Like... Yeah, they hooked up at, like, a bar or something. Yeah, like, they were hooking up <laughs> while she was in high school, and it was okay, I guess, in the show. And I was like, okay, this is weird <laughs> that somehow this made it past the censor, like, 20 years later. Like, we're... Or 18 years later, whatever. Like, we're okay with it. I was like, this is kind of strange. But... It, and that also, it really pains me that Tamara was supposed to be 35, and I'm like... Really? She looked older no, than 35. She, I She was, she was supposed to be changes. around that age. Her age changes a lot in there. Yeah, they say she's like 30-something, and then he says you're a 40-something-year-old woman. And I was oh, like... that's yeah, right, she, yeah. She looks like she's in her 40s. Like, yeah. She, she, she's not 30-something. <laughs> I mean, yeah, she was a crazy one. I was going to say, who is your favorite, like, secondary character from season one? Mmm... <clears throat> There's only one right answer. It's Abby Morgan. Because Abby Abby Morgan is the best character on that show, I think. She was the best villain. We needed her. We really needed her. We did need Abby. Abby, honestly, so season two, Abby. Uh Uh-huh. I just love Abby. Honestly, she left too soon. Yeah, she did. I remember Her when the replacement they... was not as uh, <laughs> uh just not the same. <laughs> I mean, like her no. replacement, he, uh, you know, villain of the group, not True the Valentine. same. God, yeah, yeah, no, I didn't like him. He was a weirdy. Yeah, he was yeah. just he was hot and cold. He was a jerk, and then he wasn't. He was a jerk, and then he wasn't. I'm like, I mean, Abby was kind of the same way, but I feel like Abby was a lot more ruthless. She, was she just ruthless. didn't care. She was ruthless. <laughs> yeah, she was super ruthless. Yeah, like, you don't realize that, like, she really wasn't on the show that long. And neither was Mm-mm. Drew Valentine. It's so weird. But she yeah. made such an impact, though. Yeah. We all know who Abby Morgan is. Yeah. I mean, she's a classic character, I think. <laughs> she she died and drove Andy crazy again. So. <laughs> I know. God, fucking Andy. I mean, I Andy's like a Riley in in Buffy. Like I, I was just like, uh, why? Like Pacey would not be with you. He just wouldn't. I mean, I know that she Maybe. has to be different than what we I think. Find Andy in the beginning. It was yeah. it was towards the end for Andy that we struggled a little bit with Riley. He was always lame. <laughs> Riley, like, I could have done with us. Spike all the way, okay? Oh yeah, I Spike forever. Spike. <laughs> yeah, it was always Spike. We just couldn't always put him together Spike. that early. <laughs> yeah. The moment that he barreled into Sunnydale, you know, <laughs> it's always been Spike. You know, what, I mean, yeah. you know what else is funny? When I watched an episode of Buffy not that long ago, and I and Riley was on it, Mark Lucas, right? That's his name? Mm-hmm. And I remember being, like, attracted to him, you know, yeah. secretly attracted to him, and I watched it. I was like, he's so freaking skinny. It's so crazy. Like, he, I thought, 
Like I thought he was like all muscly and stuff. Muscular. But now, like, he gives yeah, that like, impression of muscular. I feel like a little bit like you would when you think back on it, and you're like, oh, maybe because he was supposed to be like this army guy, military, you know, yeah. military dude. But when you really look at him, like, come on, guys. Yeah, it's so <laughs> it was so weird. He needs to work out just a little more to really pass that, you know. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, he was. He, I think he was because he was tall. He was like, tall. I think that's what it was. He was a lot taller than Buffy, and he was like probably taller than Angel. Like he was pretty tall. I mean, Angel's tall, yeah. but I think he was. Ta- yeah. I think he was a little bit taller than him. He was just so like the only time he got interesting is when you found out that he was like paying women to like bite him. I was like, okay, <laughs> oh, yeah. maybe you're kind of interesting now, but like yeah. this is the like least vanilla thing you've done the entire episode, <laughs> like the whole season. He, just, he he was addicted to whatever they were feeding him underground. You know the 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 vitamins yeah the roids whatever and then he couldn't do that anymore and then he's like oh my girlfriend is the slayer and i am useless now let me get bit by vampires no he should have been a vampire that would have made it more interesting if they turned him into a vampire might as well just go all the way at least he'd have his strength back i guess you know instead of just being blissed out they could have buffy kill him yeah yeah, they could have. I mean, she'd already done that. She'd done that with Angel, although he came back. But yeah, I mean, true. yeah, I guess they would. They would like, I mean, Joss Whedon's a whole boyfriend. other can of worms. Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah. it was all Spike. It was all. It was always Spike. So oh, like, yes. okay, so your secondary characters are, you know, they're not so present in season one. But what did you think about season two? What did you think about the end of season one when we finally get the Dawson Joey kiss at like the very end? And we're like, oh my god, they're together. <laughs> You guys, oh, no. maybe. yeah. Like... Well, I think that's because they were leading us there the whole time. Yeah. We're like, yeah. oh, yeah. finally! Yay. I was like yeah. that. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, they're finally kissing. Um, and you get the <laughs> the Beth Nielsen Nielsen Chapman song at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, so iconic. And then in season two, you're like rooting for them, and you're like so excited, and like they're finally together, and then they just break them up. And I was just like, this is so ridiculous. And I never realized that. Again, when we were watching it back, I was like, they were together for like three episodes or something. And yeah. they were like, bye. Well, it feels a little myself. different, though, when you're watching it as it's coming out every week. Because three, yeah. three episodes to us is, you know, three weeks, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, for, for a normal viewer watching it as it was coming out. So I feel like that could be like a really long time. You don't pay as much attention, you know, and... In today's day and world where we just binge everything back to back to back, three episodes, it's like, ugh, they blinked, you know, it's been two yeah. days. But in reality, it's probably been like months in the in the show, so. That's because Jack yeah, blew into did. town. And he was like this oh, yeah, cool Jack. artist. And he was way cooler than <laughs> Dawson and actually cared about what Joey was into. And she was like, oh, someone who thinks yeah. about me for a change? I kind of like this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Gross. not a blamer. <laughs> I mean, I love Jack. Jack's probably my favorite character of, like, the whole show. Like, I I mean, as far as, like, he's not... I mean, he's main cast, but he's not the four. Like, he's not the core four, but he's still... Like, I just love Jack. I love... I just love Kara Smith, too. I just love how yeah. he, he played Jack. It was so good. But do you have I any like... favorites in season two? Like, secondaries or even, like, plot lines that were good? Uh, so... That whole perfect wedding and then Abby dying. That episode, <laughs> I don't know what it is about that episode, but that one and the following one, I just, I, they're the ones that stick out to me the most. And I just think the way that Abby died 
Oh my god. It's not even funny, but it's funny. Yeah, it is. Because <laughs> I'm, because like that, and then like later, you know, Jen is drunk and she's on a boat and she's sitting on the edge. I'm like, did we not learn a lesson? It's oh, like yeah. Abby just the death just never <laughs> happened. You know what I mean? Like I mean, she's that's... not even traumatized. It doesn't even get brought up again later. Like yeah. who's Abby? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> like when anybody Andy remember ever... who this is? When Andy huh? ended up in the hospital, Jamie was like. They're all like, we almost lost a friend. And Jamie's like, they did lose a friend. Abby died. <laughs> oh, but she wasn't their friend. She was the... She was, she was Jen's friend. Jen was the only one that actually, like, hung out with her, you know, the most, I think. And then, I mean, I don't know. I just... <laughs> Poor Abby. I do love when I... Jen slapped her that time where she oh, was, yeah. like, that full moon episode where she's, like, yeah. in the street. She's like, it. oh, yeah, you're from New York City. That guy probably knows an easy lay when he sees one. And that, that slap, and she was like, don't ever talk to me again, ever. I was like, yeah. yes, this is like Melrose Place now. <laughs> I remember I posted a gif of that, and I could not stop watching it. Because I was like, this is perfect. I was it was like, the perfect slap. Like, it was yeah, great. it was. It was perfect. so good. Just it moved. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. Jason Bear was another one of my favorites because he was in Roswell, which yes, was another one yes. of the shows that I loved. I love- he was Chris Wolf, I think, was yeah. his last yeah. name. Yeah. Um, I love that episode where they go to his house for the study yeah. session all night. All like, night. I like that. Yeah. And then I like I that totally, him and Abby were friends. Totally did not know that he was in the show the first time, and I forgot the second <laughs> time when we got to that episode, and I was like. Max Evans, baby. Yeah, yeah. They were all so on the shows. Like, they were all, so I think, great. cycling through the WB mm. casting. Because, like, uh, Scott Foley from Felicity was in season one of Dawson's Creek. Um, yep. And he was, what, Cliff? And yep. he was in, like, two right. or three episodes, I think. Yeah. So that was that was pretty cool. But, yeah, Jason Bear being in there was really cool. I think he had, what, like, two episodes? Two or three, maybe? No, he Something like that. He, was he wasn't in there a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was like the bad guy that, or the bad boy who was like yeah, the rich he guy. The, like, yeah, he was like the rich you know, bad guy, which was really was good. With Jen. Um, oh, that's right. You know what episode yeah. I really liked the the I was excited to recap the to be or not to be question, or and that is the question episode mm-hmm. where Jack comes out because I re- just don't remember it. it. I just didn't remember it how. Um. I thought I remembered it, you know. How it came out. So when yeah, when we watched it back, it it was dramatic, but it wasn't as dramatic as I thought it was, and I I felt so bad for Jack in those episodes, and I I can't relate to him how he came out, um, like with my own personal situation, I just felt bad for him as a young kid being harassed by a teacher who's clearly a homosexual, and <laughs> his friend is like sticking up for him and you know he and he had like nobody and he's like still figuring out who he is and his girlfriend's like are you gay like what like what are you oh yeah and, uh, he, Joey. and he like doesn't know what to say and then he finally does and she's just like she thinks it's all her but but like when you're young i guess like i didn't come out when i was when i was a teenager like i i didn't even know who i was when i was 15 or 16 years old so like seeing it on the show with like teenagers figuring out who they are, you know, at such a young age, it's so interesting to watch because you're like, no, Joey, you didn't make him gay. He was born gay. <laughs> like it's not. Yeah, you. he just and but, he could be 
into ev- everyone, you know? Like, I think yeah. Clint has that with Abby. Remember how Abby's like, oh, you're super hot now that you came out. And then <laughs> they were, like, making out on Dawson's bed. And then they were like, oh, maybe you're like, bi. Yeah, I think they were like, well, maybe. Dippy doing your hair. And, you know, <laughs> yeah, you got everybody's bi. Yeah. And then he gets Yeah, confused. that's right. Yeah. And he was like, really? You think so? I was like, oh, Lord, Abby. Like, here we go. <laughs> of course, Joey. And then that's Joey probably one of my favorite over. episodes, too, is when they, um, when Dawson oh, yeah. and Andy get drunk for their birthday. Oh, <laughs> yeah. My God. Like, that's actually when I really like James Vanderbeek as an actor because he is so much more than Dawson. I do like yeah. what he like his movie choices that he did while the show was on because he definitely did things that were not Dawson, which is I right. thought was really cool. Rules of Attraction was like one of my favorites. So when I was watching that, I was like, I can't believe this is James Vanderbeek. This is so wild. Like I, I remember that too. Yeah, I was like, oh, this is cool. And then I, I don't know if you ever saw Don't Trust the Bee. The show Don't Trust I've the Bee in Apartment Twenty Three. No, oh my watched god! It. Okay, I have to tell. I have to let you guys know which episode it is because he plays himself. So he mm-hmm. plays James Vanderbeek, who lives in the building. And it's funny because one of the girls is like, "I have an acting class, and like they really need me to bring in some kind of like writing." And like, "I can I can I use you?" Because I love Dawson's Creek. And he was like, "God, he's like everyone always wants me to do like the Dawson's Creek monologues from like season one." So he like goes into the class, and then he they're all like, "Do it, do it, do it!" And he's like, "No, I don't want to do it." And then he literally like turns into Dawson. Like he he oh, does so the monologue, funny. and it is the funniest thing. Just- yeah. Yeah, just for that, I need to just watch for it. that, yeah, it's so good. It's like the best thing, and he's so funny, and he totally just makes fun of himself about how he was like a heartthrob, and how all these girls <laughs> wanted him, and how he's like on the downslope now, and he's like trying to find work. It's great. It's I think it's on Hulu. It only had two seasons, but it was like ahead of its time. It was like ahead of its time show. Oh, I'll have to watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's super good. It was, um, yeah, it was always one of those shows where I was like. Oh, I need to go. I'll watch this. It's in like my queue, probably still. <laughs> and I just never got around to it. We just never. Yeah, it's fun. yeah. It's yeah, a cute show. It. It's like That's twenty minutes. Ones. Yeah, it's like twenty minutes. So every episode is just like a sitcom. It's really good. Oh, okay. Uh, so it'd probably be a, a quick breeze to get through then. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a definite quick breeze. It's so crazy. Um, another okay. So season three, which is when we've got like, oh, is that your favorite season? Love season three. <laughs> yeah, season three is when it all kind of like unravels and comes together at the same time yeah but i mean what are who are some what are your standouts in season three thanks for listening to the fashion grunge podcast to hear more of this episode go check out our patreon we have two tiers three dollars and five dollars a month that include tv shows uh documentaries 90s culture everything basically that we talk about that's not a movie is on the five dollar tier and all of the movies before 1990 released after 1990 and all of the full archive of interviews are available on the three dollar tier so go check that out patreon.com slash fashion grunge asta